Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And we're kicking it off the week with a, just incredible conversations. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. I, I would love to introduce you to Chip Reeves, someone that is here to help all of us. And let me tell you why this is important. Uh, we on the Dr. Pat Show, we have a number of different computers. And our, and, and our, and our Bobby, who is the producer of the Dr. Pat Show, along with Benny, uh, we have been just absolutely blown away by the kinds of problems that have shown up and have really stopped us in a lot of different ways when it comes to computers. Because let me just tell you one thing. Without the computer right now, there actually would be really difficult to have the Dr. Pat show run period and i'm not sure about benny but he could talk to this i think just about all of the the shows are now computer driven in some way even though we can go back to old school and use the boards but i'm looking at benny he's got uh what do you got like two or three different monitors in front of you dude uh two station monitors and of course i bring my own laptop in right there you go actually make it four because there's right and then there's mine and then yours so we got five right and then all the rest of the other gadgets and bells and whistles. Well, and you know, Chip is joining us here today because he's the National Director of Computer Troubleshooters. And, you know, what we're doing is we're addressing some of the issues, some of the questions, and some of the things we need to know. For those of you that are out there right now, and you have computers, and many of you have emailed and said, I can't get the, I can't get your show, I can't do this, we want to address these issues. Uh, Chip Reeves is someone that not only has the answers, but he has the solution. Chip, thanks for joining us here today. Good morning, Dr. Beck. Glad to be here. I'll tell you, there have been a couple of days last week or so where Bobby was just about ready to take the computer and haul it out the window. How can yeah, I, we prevent that kind of reaction? Well, you know, it, it's funny you use that word reaction because that's one of the most common expressions we get is I'm about to throw it out the window. You know, <laughs> there's something about our computers that, that when they get to that frustration point, we're just ready to, to be done with them. But I think the thing that makes them so frustrating is we can't do without them anymore. I, I was thinking when you were talking, you know, back when I first was getting into the business, which is back in the early 90s, there was a radio show here in Atlanta that I used to do some computer support for, and they had one computer in the booth, and if it broke down, it was no big deal. You know, if we came out the next week to fix it, so be it, because nothing really ran on the computer. They used it to put some guest information, and that was about it. And that was 20 years ago. You know, here we are today, and, and, you know, we can't live without them. Even at home, you can't live without them. Just to check your bank statement, to pay bills, to send pictures to grandma, whatever, that they've become really pretty, uh, pretty interdependent on what we do. So let's talk about this. What are, what are, in your experiences, what are the hot spots? What are the, what are the potholes that we step in? Well, it's interesting. We did a survey around computer troubleshooters a couple years ago, and we've got about 500 locations around the world. We all do computer service for small business and home users, and we identified really about five areas that are the biggest cause of the problem. So it kind of started off from one of those hypothetical questions. I think we started off asking the question, could we actually prevent people from having computer problems? You know, which is one of those sort of pie-in-the-sky questions like, what would you do if you won the lottery? You know, we didn't really think we'd have an answer to it, or at least not an answer that would make sense. But we started digging into it, and we looked at the service calls that were going on. We looked at the problems that people are calling in with, and we found that at least 60%, and really the statistics say about 80% of those are entirely preventable, mm. uh, and they all fall into these, these five categories. Uh, hands down, the biggest thing uh, that causes problems, especially today, is viruses and spyware, which mm-hmm. is really two different things, but we tend to lump them together because they're sort of similar to each other, and a lot of times they're related. 
that's that's at least 60 percent of the problems that we see are related to, to viruses and spyware being on somebody's computer. So, you know, we don't know it a lot of times, but we get this really weird thing happening. Bobby was telling me the other day, she started to get like email after email of the same email from someone. And, you know, I said to her, that could be a virus on the other end of that. I don't know what that's about. You know, like where you get like 10 or 20 emails, the same email from that person. It could be. If it's a legitimate person, it's probably just more a computer problem on their end. They may be having some kind of other problem. Mm -hmm. They could have a virus that's causing their computer to hiccup and keep sending you the email over mm -hmm. and over again. Uh, but in a lot of cases, if you're getting, for example, if you're getting spam, and I'm not even going to ask if you're getting spam because the answer to that is always yes nowadays. Uh, and especially uh, someone like you, when you've got your email address uh, on a website, you know, on a on a um, uh, popular website, right? Uh, you're going to be a key target for the spammers, uh, and but a lot of that spam coming in is being sent from somebody's home computer or somebody's office computer. They don't even know it's doing it, but in the background, it's busy sending out spam, and it's because it's got this spyware infection. Uh, you know, we talk about viruses and spyware. Most everybody knows about computer viruses. They've heard the horror stories. Uh, you know, they've seen them on the news. They've been around since at least the early 90s and really since about the mid-80s. And most people know they have to have virus protection on their computers, and most people do. It's relatively rare for us to find somebody that doesn't have some type of antivirus program on their computer nowadays. The problem that we do see there, though, is in a lot of cases they'll let those programs expire. And, uh, you know, I think some people are like me. They're very cheap, and, you know, the program expires, and it's going to be, you know, $30 or $50 or whatever to renew it. And they think, well, it's only a couple of months out of date. You know, how bad could it be? The problem with computer viruses is it's, it's always the newest ones you have to watch out for. You know, the older ones pretty much stop circulating because they get spread from computers that are infected. Once all the computers have the, the updated virus definitions, they, the old ones just stop spreading. It's those new ones that have come out in the last week, the last month, the last couple of months. Those are the ones that really spread the most, and that's why you have to keep your virus protection up to date. What a lot of people don't know about, or at least haven't heard about as much, is the spyware situation. But that's starting to change a little bit, but... Just, to, just like you need an antivirus program on your computer, you need an anti-spyware program as well. And by far, the spyware situation today is a lot worse than the virus situation. Uh, and that's what we see is uh, people's computers have been taken over by this spyware. They don't even know it's there. That Nobody ever calls us and says, I have spyware on my computer. They call and they say, it's freezing up, it's giving me error messages, I'm getting pop-ups, I'm you know, not able to get to web pages, you know, whatever. Uh, and when we come out and take a look at it, it's, it's always a spyware situation. And, you know, we don't even know how to begin to look at the spyware deal. I mean, you know, I, for most of us that uh, I'm on the computer, I can't tell you how many hours I'm on the computer, Chip. I just can't. I mean, my God, it's like, when am I not on it? But I don't know that I would be able to recognize something that's called spyware. I just know when there are really strange things happening that get in the way of me doing my everyday functioning. Do you find people like me in your business, because you work with um, computer troubleshooters, and, you know, that's it's an incredible uh, organization. I want to make sure everybody has a website, which is www.comptrub.com, C-O-M-P-T. Com. Did I get that right? Actually, I'll give you an easier one. You can just go to computertroubleshooters.com. That makes it not much easier. Yeah, they both work one shorter to type, but the computertroubleshooters.com is easier to remember. Um, but, yeah, that's exactly what we see, uh, and, and it's everybody. I mean, people yeah. are so dependent on their computers nowadays, and they're on them so much. And the problem is the spyware makers, I don't want to call them companies, but some mm -hmm. of them are, but the people that are making this spyware, 
it's a money-making enterprise for them. And they really, they've made the decision and rationalized it somehow that they're going to make money on the misery of others. Uh, they actually make money by infecting your computer. Uh, and they, they do it in a couple of different ways. Uh, some spyware will sit on your computer, and it'll watch what you do, and it'll look for things that look like credit card numbers or look like social oh, security wow. numbers, and it'll capture those and send them back to whoever its master is. There was an interesting article that came out a couple of months ago from uh, Symantec, which is one of the big companies that makes the anti-spyware uh, software, and I'll talk about that in just a second. That's Norton, but right? They make the Norton product. They do, yeah. and that's what it's one of the most popular ones out there. It's not necessarily my favorite. It's not a bad one, mm -hmm. um, but it's it's definitely one of the ones you see the most in the retail stores. Um, is the Norton? I, I personally like one called AVG, but there's a lot of good ones out mm -hmm. there. Um, really, if anybody goes to any electronics store, any office, uh, you know, supply store, certainly you know, calls a computer troubleshooter. Uh, and ask for an anti-spyware product, they're going to have something. And in a lot of cases now, when you go to the stores, Office Depot or electronic stores or wherever, now we're starting to find some packages that have them combined. So you buy one package that has the antivirus and the anti-spyware, which makes a lot more sense. Just make sure whatever you buy has those two things designated on there. But anyway, you get spyware that is looking to steal your information. And one of the things that, that Symantec found is there's so much of this going on out there uh, that the, the going rate for stolen information has actually gone down. Uh, for you know, somebody's stolen bank account information, the going rate's about 40 cents, where a year ago apparently it was like a dollar. So it's, it's not a lot of money they're making, but if they can do this thousands and thousands of times or even millions of times, you know, they're obviously making some money doing that. The other thing they do is they use the spyware to send out spam. And that's most commonly what we see is a lot of the spam that you and I get that clogs our inboxes. Yeah. It's not coming from some evil computer off in some foreign country. It's coming from our neighbors. It's coming from our friends and family. It's coming from anybody who has an infected computer uh, with spyware on it that happens to have our email address. Uh, and, and each computer won't do a lot. It may send out 10 messages a day. It may send out 100 messages a day. It doesn't want to do so much that the user notices things are going on and calls in somebody to clean it off. It just wants to do enough to where it can make some money and, and persist long enough to, to be sort of a long-term investment for these guys. You know, you know when, when we look at what's happening in the world today, I mean, everything is computerized just about in our country. And, you know, we're finding people of all ages tapped in and plugged in and, you know, and, and trying to find their way around this maze. I mean, what, what can you say to someone that is not an expert like you are, Chip? Because, you know, you're clearly an expert. Uh, Bobby and I are pretty good at what we do. But even with us, we're, you know, there are some days we're ready to pitch the computer. And I know we don't want to do that because we want to say I love you to our computers. <laughs> uh, but what do you suggest? How does the average small business person who doesn't have this huge IT budget, right? What's the best way for us? Hey, I'll give you five easy tips that are going to take care of most of the computer problems you'll see. Yay. Uh, number one is. Number one is what I just said. You've got to have an antivirus program and an anti-spyware program mm -hmm. on your computer. Okay. Uh, if you aren't sure if you've got them, uh, well, you can always call in an expert to take a look at it. But there's a place on your computer, if it's a Windows computer, you go into the control panel, there's a place for add or remove programs, and look through there and you should see something that says antivirus or anti-spyware. And you're looking for a package like Norton or McAfee, Trend Micro, AVG, PC Tools. These are kind of the big names, but you usually will also see it in the lower right-hand corner, too. If you've got something on there protecting you from virus and spyware, that'll take care of a huge portion of the problems right there. Um, the next thing you want to do is you want to make sure that your data is backed up in some fashion. Uh, and there's a lot of different ways to do that. This is actually one of the 
easiest times uh, to find some method to back up your data. I've been doing this for about 20 years, and it used to be you had to buy expensive tape systems yep. or uh, you know all kinds of crazy things. Nowadays, you walk into any electronic store or office supply store, and you can get these um, external hard drives uh, that you just, it's quick and easy. You plug it into the computer. It almost loads itself. It'll have an easy instruction card with it. You push a button on the hard drive, and it'll back up what you need to off the computer. Those are pretty good for most things. The what thing what they do they really want, cost, Chip? What's the price range? Because anywhere know, you can get them starting at about a hundred bucks. Okay, got uh, it. And the the top ones are going to be in the two to three hundred dollar range. But anyway, I usually okay. go in about the hundred and fifty dollar range. Okay, good, good. The only problem with those is um, what you're looking to do with with data backup is mm -hmm. you think about the situations where you might lose those critical files, you know, where you might lose those pictures of the kids or where you right. lose the bank account information or what have you. Right. And it's going to be either your computer dies in some fashion uh, or there's a fire or a mm -hmm. flood uh, or somebody steals it. Well, having that external hard drive, or you accidentally delete it is the other one. Having that external hard drive will take care of, uh, you know, if it accidentally gets deleted, it'll also take care of the, if something dies on the computer, but if there's a fire or a flood or somebody steals it, you know, unless they happen to steal the computer and leave that hard drive sitting there, you're still going to have a problem there. Mm -hmm. Relatively less likely, so you're mostly covered. Uh, but another option is to look at an online backup. This is where somebody backs up your data over the Internet. Mm. And the good news is those have gotten really inexpensive. Uh, there's some that are as little as $75 a year for unlimited wow. backups. Can you recommend little, any of those for us, or how do I, we I find like, out? What's the best way? Like, there's two that I like. I like okay. one called Dr. Backup, which is drbackup.com. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and there's another one I like called Carbonite, C-A-R-B-O-N-I-T-E.com. Carbonite's less expensive. Um, doesn't have as good customer support, but mm -hmm. it's, it's much less expensive. Dr. Backup has fantastic customer support. I love that because that makes sense. And, you know, I, I, I so relate to what you're saying. We have all of our shows on external drives as well as mm -hmm. on our servers. And the day that our external drive froze, you could see the fear in Nick's eyes <laughs> that every show we've ever done and edited was gone. Uh, luckily, that wasn't the case. But it was that moment where you say, oh, my God. Now, let me ask you about email, because this is really the difficulty. Uh, about six months ago, I lost all of my emails. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know where mm -hmm. they went. Uh, no one could find where they went. But some people say that I had too many emails and it took up too much space. And so they decided to delete themselves. I don't know. I will leave a story like that. How do we back up emails? Because I was told that if you use Outlook or Outlook Express, most of the hard drive stuff doesn't work. Is that a myth? It's not entirely a myth. Um, the, the problem with the hard drive backup stuff is that it can't back up a document while you're using it. So, for example, mm -hmm. if you were typing a letter and when the backup runs, that letter was open on the screen, mm -hmm. it can't back it up because you're in the middle of using it. Well, the problem with your email files is they're open all the time, or at least they're open all the time you've got the program open, so it can't back those up while you've got it open. That makes it a lot tougher. Um, you do have to get uh, special software that will actually back up um, a, a live email file, or just remember to close down your email completely before the backup runs to be safe. That's usually the easier way to do it. And for, like, home users or very small businesses, that's going to make more sense. For you at the station, I would probably look at doing something a little bit more professional, mm -hmm. you know, doing one of these that will either back up the, the live data. There's a couple of other things you could do, too. And this is where you know, bringing in somebody like a local computer troubleshooter can mm -hmm. help because you've got a lot of different options nowadays. For example, um, one of the products we use is something called Postini. A lot of people sell Postini. It's one of the best-known email filtering packages in the world. 
But one of the things Postini does is when people are sending you an email, instead of coming straight to your computer, it goes through Postini first. only takes two seconds. It's mm -hmm. very, very fast. But what they're doing is they're scanning it to see if it's spam. And if it's spam or if it has viruses or spyware, they're not going to let it through. Okay. So it's kind of pre-filtering before it ever gets to your computer and slows things down. The other thing they'll do for you, though, is if you want them to, they'll archive all of your emails. And this is very important for law firms especially or for right. anybody that's in any kind of legally critical situation. Right. They have to have records of their emails going back years and years and years. So they're the ones that most often use this service, but it's really not, not very expensive. I, I think uh, it's on the order of 5 to $10 per month per email box uh, to archive your emails forever, which for somebody whose email is critical, not a bad way to go. Well, you know, this is, I love uh, having this conversation because uh, I think those of us that know what it's like to lose everything on our computer really gets it. Uh, and, you know, I had a recent experience where I did lose everything and I had no idea that I would ever need my online uh, tax information until I was <clears throat> audited. Now, fortunately, I was able to piece things together. But when you solely rely on the computer and you don't have a way to back it up it could be a little scary especially if in your or in if we are if you're in our business let me ask you this what are some of the things that, that all of us what should we pay attention to those of us that have notebooks or computers are there at the top three that we want to make sure we keep up to date uh, well the virus and spyware always gonna be top of my list okay um, backing up your data is always gonna be second on my list okay um, for notebooks in particular, there is an issue with um, theft because notebooks are pretty easy to steal. They're yeah. also pretty easy to drop, so backup becomes more important in those cases. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, a, there's a couple of new products on the market that will let you, uh, if somebody steals your notebook and takes it away, if they don't know the password, it'll instantly wipe out all of your information on the notebook, or not wipe it out, but um, encrypt it so that nobody can read it except you, Oh yeah, uh, which is really helpful because you don't want somebody to you know, go steal your notebook and they have all your bank account information. Uh, there's actually a new one uh, in the Seattle area, or the companies in the Seattle area. The company's called High Blue, but the product, I believe, is called IceLock that, that does just that. Actually, it's, it's so new, I think it actually comes out next week, so I may be pre-announcing something here. But, okay. Uh, but that's something worth looking at, especially if you've got a notebook and you're worried about, uh, you know, worried about theft and, and data mm -hmm. loss. That's important. You know, thank you, Chip, so much for joining us here today. A lot of great information. Could you please give out the website for those folks that want to uh, find out more about how they can get some information and service on their computers? Sure, absolutely. It's computertroubleshooters.com. Chip Reeves. Thank you so much. Uh, Benny and I were taking notes down, furiously taking notes. So thank you so much for joining us here today. And I totally ditto what Chip is saying. For those of you that haven't spent the, what, $29.99 to get a, a, a virus program, please rethink that issue. Uh, Chip, again, thank you for joining us today. Benny, thank you for a great show. All of you, thank you for listening. Kerry O'Connor coming up. Don't touch that dial. Lots of great information. And we're ready to have an awesome week.